Welcome back, everyone, to the Call to Action podcast. It is Thirsty Thursday, and I don't know about you, Jeremy, but I am thirsty for some more action. <laughs> wow, I don't know. That is, that is incredible lead-in. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought so. It always goes down smooth. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, well. Yeah, we have a huge show today, Yeah, by the huge. Way. Double, double guest for you guys we're, today. Yeah, we're, we're even going to keep this open short so we can get back in it. You don't want to hear from us when we have star-studded no. guests like this on. Yeah, absolutely. We got we got a fun fun show for you guys today. Well, let's take it back. Okay. Tuesday. Tuesday Night Maction. Yep. We had some history. We did. We did. And and we're going to be bringing you the GOAT himself on today's the podcast. Uh, head coach of the Ohio Bobcats, Frank Solich, uh, became the winningest head coach in MAC football history. Uh, on Tuesday night, uh, Bobcats topped Bowling Green 66-24, and uh, Coach Solich uh, passed Herb Duramedy for uh, the winningest head coach. Like I said, he... Uh, Got his 111th win. It's incredible. Yeah. So uh, today, in in the spirit of that, we're going to yeah. bring you Coach Solich. Yeah. And yeah. not not the only thing that was going on. No, in, no, not in, at all. In, in in football, especially uh, Eastern Michigan and yep. Buffalo both became bowl eligible this week. So yep. congrats to them. Yeah. Eastern topped uh, NIU 45-17. Yep. Uh, Buffalo defeated uh, Toledo. Toledo yep. last night. Yep. 49 to 30, I think. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they're they're going to their third straight bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 Bulls and uh, yeah, Miami uh, defeated Akron in uh, in some other um, action going on this week and and also uh, you know we we have more we yeah. have more coming yeah, Saturday, Saturday Saturday Kent State uh and Ball State ho- hosts Ball State yep. yeah so so should be another good weekend uh yeah and it's down you know last show we talked that there could be a five way tie for the West yep that's now down to two teams thank goodness <laughs> it's worked itself out here in the last couple days uh, we have. Central Michigan and Western Michigan are the two teams left that could play for the MAC title on the West side. Yeah, it's crazy. There's only one week left after this, man. Yeah, we got uh, we have the, Turkey Day, we have yep, action. Yep, wow, we, next so week's so, gonna be epic. I mean, so we have Saturday, obviously, the game between right. Kent, Kent and Ball State, and then we just have Tuesday, Friday games next week, yeah, and yeah. that's it. It's I'm crazy. Saying, Turkey Day. Yep. Finish it up. Nothing. You know. Nothing better. Get those. Get those. Um, Get those leftovers oh, ready for man. your Friday black Leftover. black Black Friday maxion. We got leftovers and maxion. We got four oh. games, four games on that Friday. So it, 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 I'm it, getting hungry just thinking yeah, about it. Num num num. I'm not you even know. talking about the food. <laughs> I just, I mean, you said it was like a drink. Yep. Maxion is maxion's more than maxion's the best kind of leftovers <laughs> you can have. I yeah. think it's like it's like you know you know when you 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 get it all on one sandwich. Yep. Like you put the turkey, you put the gravy, you put the rolls Preach. all together. Preach. And and that is that's what you're getting on Friday. Yeah. But chock full of maxion. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> I mean, wow, that was a tangent. And I will thing. never be full from that. No, I love it. I no. love that. And and you're not gonna you're not gonna fall asleep not with as much as no. what's gonna be on the line on that no. Friday yeah could be very exciting so so yeah uh, that's that's what's kind of happened this week uh, like I said we we wanted to bring and, and worked hard in in getting Coach Solich on uh, today's show we thought it was important uh, to celebrate yeah. clearly yeah. back yeah, history in a year where we're selling celebrating the 150th year of college football uh, you know we were in. Athens two weeks ago. Yep. And coach was stuck on 110, and we didn't know if maybe we'd be there in person to talk to him. Yeah. And, yeah. And and well, I think I think it's important to bring up. We didn't really want to bother 
Coach Solich no, at that point no, with with no. everything going on. Well, we would have stayed. We would have done it the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the everything going around with the one fiftieth and and yeah. things like that. It was it was an important date for him. So we tried to leave him alone. But yeah. But got him on now. So that's uh, yeah. That's and then, really exciting. And then uh, also coming up this weekend is our volleyball championship. Yep. And we have another star. Yes, I mean mm, star is a, a a light word. I would yeah, say. yeah. We're we're underselling him uh, completely, <laughs> but. Jeff Bacon from our office, our senior associate commissioner for championships and sport development. Development. Uh, we bring him on live from Bowling Green. He he joins he's, us. He's too busy to join us in studio. So. Yeah, he's right down the hall from us, but we didn't have the time to sit with us or <laughs> take our picture with us. We want to take pictures with our guests. Uh, we got yeah. a stiff arm to yeah, go back to a football us, term. He kind of stood us up. Yeah, I would agree. But we we Wouldn't talked be to the Jeff. first time Jeremy's been stood up, but <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, <laughs> we we sit with Jeff for a good solid twenty minutes. It's a great fun interview. Yep. Uh, and and it's a lot of what we deal with on a on a day to day basis, and hopefully it shows how much we interact with one another here in the office. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. But you mentioned it. We have uh we have volleyball starting tonight. Uh, yeah. four four thirty is is the first game, and uh, they'll have games uh four thirty and seven thirty each night going through Sunday, which leads up to the championship. So a lot of fun going down there at uh, Bowling Green and uh, inside the Stro. Yep, should be a should be a great weekend for some more matches. Yeah, and we're and we're heading out there uh, yeah. again. We said it on last show, but we'll be there tomorrow night to to check out all, everything out and excited about uh, witnessing another championship. Yeah, even though we won't be there if for you, the If you see us down there and you're a fan of the podcast, please come stop by, say hi to us, get a picture with us, and, and tell us, yeah. uh, you know, what we need to do better. Yeah, and, and again, <laughs> I'm going to talk podcast when I speak at this uh, sports symposium. I'm yeah. looking, for, I'm looking like, for all those students out there. We better it, get a plug. They yeah. always say, hey, I want to volunteer. Well, you know what? You volunteer and listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, that's the best thing you could do. And right write now. it and subscribe it and, and, <laughs> and spread the word yes. that, that we're out there and trying to tell all these stories and interview these historic head coaches. Yes. And and uh, I'm really excited to, to share this interview with Coach Solich. It, uh, insightful about what he thinks about the Mac, about his past in football, and mm-hmm. um, he's got some great stories, man. And and he's going to keep going. Yep, he's going to yeah, keep going. Hopefully, and and Ohio. So speaking of keep going, uh, we talk about next week uh, with an, with another win. Um, next week they take on Akron. Uh, Ohio would become bowl eligible. Yeah, and that would be for the fifth year in a row. So again, we talk about it earlier. A um, lot of stuff going on next week and and this weekend uh, with volleyball, with football. And uh, with men's soccer, can't leave that out. Yes, of course. That's tonight. Uh, West Virginia heads to Butler to take them on uh, in the first round of the NCAA Country tournament. Country roads, baby. Country roads is coming. They better be ready. So no, I don't know. I think I think that's a lot. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot to cover. A, a lot uh, coming at you. And uh, you know, with that, I think we just get right into our interviews. We're yeah. going to put them one after another. Uh, first, we'll bring you Coach Solich, followed by Jeff Bacon from our office, and we hope you enjoy. We are now joined by Ohio Bobcat head football coach Frank Solich. Coach Solich, good morning. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us today. Sure, glad to. You know, it seems like yesterday we were at Media Day. You were telling me your uh, your big fishing trip story. I, I feel like that was just like a couple weeks ago. Wait, but wait, big fishing story. You don't know the fishing story? I don't. I don't. 
Coach, can you tell? Wait, yeah, Coach, can you tell us about the fishing story? <laughs> uh, just uh, had an opportunity to to go uh, off the Bahamas, uh, deep sea fishing with uh, some guys that are really good uh, good friends of of uh, of, of mine. Um, uh, three guys, and uh, we had a great time uh, on uh, the one one guy's yacht. Uh, we uh, Spent a lot of time telling stories and uh, and and fishing, and so you know, I caught uh, I, I I caught a blue marlin, and uh, every time I tell the story, it, it seems to grow bigger. <laughs> you know, That's the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I, I saw the picture of the this fish. Yeah. It, it, it he he's he's downplaying it. Oh, okay. It's huge. Okay. You you said there was a few. You know, you didn't just reel it in. You you needed a little help, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We took uh, we, we kind of took turns, you know. I, I just happened to be the guy up that uh, when the fish got on the line and uh, when the marlin got on the line, and uh, um, you know, thought I had it uh, about in, and then he takes off, you know. And uh, so uh, yeah, there was some help involved and and some some people uh, jumping in, but we did get it landed. That's awesome. Well, we'll call that your 112th win at Ohio. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> not your you not go. your first one in the Bahamas, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. yeah. Well, transitioning, obviously, it's been a, a historic week. We both know in working with you uh, throughout the years, it's you're a coach that clearly it's, it's never about you. You, you want to make it about your players. You want to make it about your staff. That being said, it's hard to look past the fact that, that you are now the winningest head coach in Mid-American Conference history, a conference with so much history. What does that mean to you? What does it mean for your staffs that you've worked with throughout the years and for the university? Yeah, I, I think it, there's an accumulation of things that uh, have to occur for something like that to happen. You know, you got to be in place for a, a long time. So I certainly appreciate <clears throat> excuse me, our, our administration and, and uh, the ADs that uh, – that um, that I was under, um, you know. Obviously, you don't have to as as an AD stay with a coach. And sometimes when a change is made, uh, ADs like to bring in uh, their 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 coach. But um, um, you know, they the, uh, they stuck with me. Uh, the two presidents I've been under here have been uh, been tremendous. The the people in the community has been great. Former uh, Bobcat athletes, you know, uh, it all seemed to play a, uh, a a role that uh, helped us move uh, move forward with uh, with what it is uh, right now today and, and you know that's not that's not counting all the great players uh, that we've had and and I've been fortunate to, to have a tremendous uh, uh, football staff yeah and again touching on the Mac history and you know that you know the history of this league there's so many coaches that have been through here just just that you're at the top of all those names and, and the names that we always hear about that have, that have come through this league, just a little bit on the history and just what it means to, with all those names that have come through here to be a, at the top of that list. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, it, it's been a situation. Um, I, I think where you look at, uh, all the, the coaches that have coached in the Mac and a lot of great, great coaches. And I will say this, through my time, through my 15 seasons here, um, that continued to be the case. Uh, there are great coaches in our in our conference, and uh, and you know that's why I feel like the conference is what it is today. 
uh, a very strong conference, but yet, man, an upset is very easy. Uh, you know, it, it, it can happen. And um, be, because of not only the ability to recruit to the MAC, but, but also the great uh, coaches in, in the MAC. So, you know, the fact that I've been here longer than uh, a lot of those big names uh, uh, just in, indicates to you that if you're at a place long enough, some good things are going to happen, you know. So I appreciate, uh, you know, what, what it's been all about. Coach, I'm sure you've, over the past week, you've kind of had time to reflect on your coaching history and, and your career and stuff. Do you remember that, that first win you had at Pitt when it was sold out and oh, home, and first, home, home, home win? Yeah. 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 Do you remember that yeah, first I, win? I, what can uh, you tell us? Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that. You know, we didn't uh, set the uh, the world on fire with our what we were doing offensively <laughs> at that point in time, you know. <laughs> Dion Byron, uh, it was Dion Byron's show, and, and defensively, uh, uh, our, our team played really, really well. And, you know, we were able to, to do things uh, uh, offensively, wise to keep us in that ball game. And then, obviously, Dion Byron's pass uh, interception that, that he returns the whole way uh, uh, was, uh, was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, a great moment for, for me. and. I think a great moment for uh, Ohio too. The stands were packed. The mm-hmm. uh, students and fans uh, swarmed the field. You know, yep. yeah. Uh, it it, uh, it it was how you like to view college athletics. Well, well, a fun fact in here is that myself and Bob Generelli, who I know you know, are the mm-hmm. two Mac staff members that have seen all of your wins uh, here wow. here at the office. <laughs> this is my 16th year at the conference office, so I've, I've been here the, the whole time you've been here, and Bob's been here since okay. we moved to Cleveland. So okay. I, I remember good. I remember that win as well. I, I remember okay. it being packed. I remember uh, it looking how it was looking on ESPN. I think it was one of the most yeah. viewed games at the time yeah. in terms of their ratings and everything, and, and, yeah. um, wow. and you going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure as you guys watched all those all those games that neither either one of you second guessed any decisions that, uh, <laughs> that, that we were making right never never I could never okay. be on the sidelines making the calls you're making very good <laughs> <laughs> who who are some you who are some of the players um, let's not focus on current players but who are some of your favorite cur- or former players that you ever coached at Ohio. Oh, there's, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's so many of them because I, I think with every season, uh, you know, there, there are guys that you get really, uh, uh, really attached to. And, and, you know, I, I think that, um, as I look back, uh, through it, um, you know, just position wise, you know, um, quarterbacks that uh have have been great here from Tyler Tettleton who you know had a tremendous career here set many records uh, here that um um you know just w- went on to then uh, Nathan who is doing the same thing you know and and some really good quarterbacks in in, in between those guys you know you look at uh, we first got here Calvin uh, McCray um, yep. was a, a really a, a, an outstanding running back and and uh, he just really fit the offense that that we were running you know because um, in that uh, in that time frame we were running the, the basically the Nebraska offense where 
you know, you could get the ball to the tailback on power plays, on option uh, plays, on sweeps, uh, you know, and so uh, give give you a chance to showcase a, a talent like um, like McCray, and and uh, you know, he's since has gone into high school uh, uh, high school coaching, and and um, uh, you know, has done a great job there, and 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 so. You know, I I feel um, like it's been a, a series of really outstanding players. But I, you know, remember uh, a lot of the guys that that you know maybe weren't as as uh, uh, well known to the yeah. uh, Ohio fans. Uh, you know that that also were a big part of building this this tradition here. But then you have you know the Guys like uh, lately AJ, AJ Olette and yep. Poppy White, and you know you go back to Levon Brazil who had a tremendous career here. You know Joe Lowry that just graduated a few years ago uh, was uh, uh, was a great player for us, great role model for us. Did every <clears throat> everything right. To, then you have guys like Mike Mitchell and and uh, he went on and had a great. Uh, Pro career, you know, T.J. Carey um, with the Browns right now, and yep. you know he he came from California as a as a, a re- recruit, and um, during that uh, during that uh, time, you know, he uh, he, he did have um, a uh, he did end up having some surgery prior to coming here, and and so I think there was a lot of Question by some people as to whether he'd be able to continue to play football, and, and uh, we certainly went with him, and he had just a tremendous uh, career here. So a, a ton of more guys, yeah. you know, and you, you go right into today with Nathan Roark. You don't see guys like Nathan Roark. He, he's a great young man and, and, and one of the best guys I've, I've been a, a associated with. So um, in terms of what he's all about, and uh, he'll, he'll be great at whatever – whatever he undertakes uh, down down the road. So I've been fortunate to be around those types of players, many of them. Yeah, we, we got obviously to spend some time with Nathan uh, at media days and and seeing him, uh, you know, if, if we get down to Athens, and, and you're right, he's he's tremendous. He's a tremendous talent uh, both off on and off the field. And then you mentioned Tyler uh, Telton. He's he's right down the street from us too with TJ. He's, he's with the Browns right. now as well. Right. So, uh I we we saw him at training yeah, camp yeah. in the in off season. I know he's very busy these days, trying to trying to keep things in line over there and <laughs> down in at the stadium. Room, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always some challenges in pro ball. There's yes, no question. Cl- clearly, uh, coach, uh, you talked a little bit about your time at Nebraska. Can you tell us how uh, a Cleveland Ohio kid ends up at Nebraska? Yeah, um, well, Nebraska actually was. Um, uh, had recruited uh, the, the Cleveland and Ohio air area quite hard for uh, quite a few years. Um, so they had some inroads. And then um, it was the first year of Bob Devaney uh, becoming the head coach at, uh, at Nebraska. And, and so, um, you know, I, I was really probably not going to go that far uh, away to, uh, to school from home, uh, an only child. You know, my mom kind of wanted me to stay uh, stay uh, fairly close uh, to home, but uh, 
you know, Bob Devaney and his staff came in and recruited me and another player, a guy named Mike Worley, who was a fullback for us at, at Holy Name High School. Um, uh, really a tough, tough, good football player. And so they were recruiting um, both of us. And, and um, you know, Coach Devaney came uh, into, um, in, in, into my house and, you know, as usual, he sits you down around the dining room table and and um, has a way about him that, uh, you know, that moms and dads like. And, and so when he got done with his visit, uh, my mom was packing my bag. So, you know, she, she gave me the clearance to, uh, uh, to go ahead and uh, go to Nebraska. So, um, and, you know, it was through Bob Devaney and his staff that gave me a, gave me a chance, an undersized player uh, at Nebraska. And, and I read a story. I don't know if this is true. I know that you know your size is is documented and in, in, in your recruiting and and going to Nebraska. Was there is this story about gaining a little weight prior to going there? Is is that a true story? You know, um, we had a trainer um, that uh, Nick was his nickname, and and uh, you know he uh, knew I was an uh, undersized guy, and I, I told him, hey, I you know. Uh, what can we do? Uh, you know, I, 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 how, how can we get my weight up a little bit for the program? You know, and so he he figured out a way that uh, we could strap some uh, weights uh, to me as I stepped on the on the on the scale, and so weighed about ten pounds uh, that wise uh, that way heavier than uh, than I I really was. So it's you know <laughs> just a kind of a, a different story. Uh, but but I was conscious of my weight uh, and size back at back at that point and, and, you know, just wanted to kind of show, uh, show myself as I guess being a little bit bigger and maybe even a little bit uh, tougher than what I was. Well, I heard back in the day, they used to pull a few people. I heard back in the day they used to call you fearless Frankie at Nebraska. Is that true? Um, yeah, for a period of, uh, <laughs> period of time till they got to know me. <laughs> well, well, what I was going to say is no matter the size you showed that it, it isn't all about that. And, uh, you know, becoming the the first Nebraska running back to to go over 200 yards, it, it clearly wasn't about that. And I see that. I think we see that a lot in the MAC about uh, sometimes it's more about yeah. heart and and People working hard and and uh, and you know just just loving the game and, and working hard yeah. at it. And I think that's yeah, I, I I think that's very true, really, and across the board in college uh, football, and you even see it in pros. I mean, you see undersized guys in, in, in the pros as well as uh, college that just have something special, um, you know, maybe maybe tremendous quickness or explosion mm-hmm. um, or, or just great speed or, or there's something there that allows them to play uh, in a big man's game, you know. And, and so uh, there's a lot of examples of that around. Well, we got just two more quite or really one more question here. But uh, <clears throat> next week, just getting into this season, touching on it a little bit, uh, you close things out uh, next week at, at Akron, looking to become bowl eligible for the fifth straight season and and the tenth of the last eleventh. Um, you know, just to have that consistency of your program over this number of years, uh, and and you know, hopefully the, you become bowl eligible and go for three straight bowl wins. Um, I know that's looking along down the line, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
the consistency of the program and what you've been able to do during all these years. And I know you talked about it a little with the, with the student athletes and, and with the coaching staffs, but to, to bring that feel to Athens, what does that mean to you? Well, um, you know, it means a great deal to, uh, to be able to be involved in a, in a program that, um, uh, now has a tradition of, of winning. And, um, I feel really good about it. I think our coaches feel uh, good about it. I think our athletes and the athletes that we recruit feel uh, really good about it. I think one of the key elements of that has been the fact that that um, our our coaches uh, have remained with this program for quite some time. You know, Jimmy just left, of course, but uh, was with us uh, for 14, uh, 14 seasons. Tim Albin, our offensive coordinator, uh, has been with us for all 15 seasons. You know, there's guys on our staff that have been with us for 10, 11 years. Um, and, and so that continuity ha- has really uh, been the key factor that's been able to move uh, this program forward and, and show uh, show that that uh, it can win uh, with regularity, and uh, which is really important uh, when you're talking to recruits and recruits' parents and and um, and so forth and so been, we've been fortunate uh, in that regard yeah and, and you bring up uh jimmy for those listening to the show that uh may not know jimmy burrow your defensive coordinator for 14 years uh down in athens and retired to uh watch watch someone play a little ball down and uh down in the bayou there uh do you have a do you have a joe burrow story i'm sure he hung out at practice a bunch with his dad is there any uh, Joe Burrow story? He's he's having quite a year. Yeah, I don't know that I've got a uh, a Joe story, but um, uh, but you know he did. Um, uh, he was always hanging around the program. He did work out in our uh, uh, weight room. Um, you know, not when our athletes were in there, but he would. Uh, Jimmy would open it up for him and and. Uh, he would get a get a workout in uh, in there, so we did see him uh, around uh, uh, quite a quite a bit, and you know it was just evident from early on that he, he had the makeup and the disposition, um, and and he's a bright bright young man, and uh, uh, his toughness showed in high school football here at Athens uh, Athens High School, and and so. It became clear that uh, very early on that he was going to have a chance to be a, a great player, and, and obviously this has uh, risen now to uh, to where it's at. Um, you know, a potential Heisman Trophy winner, obviously uh, the front runner probably right now. Yep. Um, you know, uh, a possibility of being the number one uh, draft pick in the NFL. All those all those things. Um, you know, I, I don't know that you. You envision those as you see a guy uh, early on in his his career, but you could tell he was he was going to have a great career, and um, glad to see that it worked out the way it has. Yeah, he's uh, definitely the pride of Athens, Ohio. I, I know that, and been seeing a lot more clearly with with the uh, success he's been having this year. So to hear your perspective on him, and and to see him, you know, for, from when he was a, a little guy moving on up. It, sounds like he's just been uh kind of what we touched on he's he's been working hard at it and that always yeah. shows in, in college sports but uh coach uh, again we, we want to thank you for your time uh, again from from both of us congratulations yep. on uh, becoming our winningness coach in mac history we mm-hmm. saw Kamish give you the 
the game ball there in the locker room yeah. the other day, which yeah. was great. And uh, yeah, that Chris, was great of him to come to the game and do that. Yeah, yeah. good good celebration, and uh, and I'm sure all of your guys that you've ever coached are are uh, really happy for you. So hopefully, many more wins to come. And and again, thank you so much. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right, we'd now like to welcome in Senior Associate Commissioner for Championships and Sport Development at the Mid-American Conference, Jeff Bacon. Jeff, welcome on the show. Fellas, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Big fan of the show. <laughs> appreciate the time here. Yeah, we appreciate you having uh, yeah. having you on. Uh, can yeah. you t- can you talk a little bit about about your job description a little bit? It's a it's a long one. Yeah, uh, my we just, job. Oh, it's, oh, it's a math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In- introduce yourself to the people. Yeah, well, I mean, the more words you put in your title, the better it sounds to people, right? Yes. So I've just tried to cram as many in there as I possibly can. And uh, I guess that kind of resembles my job to an extent, right? I mean, I think it just, uh, uh, yeah, I try to do a lot. So championships, sports, marketing, programming, academics. What are some uh, of your favorite NCAA, NCAA here? Like what I think we're going to talk about today, right? So, yeah, for sure. P- perhaps, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> Maybe if we get if we get to that. What are some of your favorite sports that you've developed? Oh, I've I've developed so many sports. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start. Uh, <laughs> it's in your title, so I just was at. Uh, it's in my title. I'm I'm developing sports right now, fellas. Uh, we just developed women's lacrosse. Yes, yes women's we lacrosse did. probably counts. There's a sport development for you. Wrestling, uh, and, you know, wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it, sh- it should probably be sport growth, maybe more than development, or as much. You know, obviously, a lot of what uh, of what I do in- involves affiliate membership and and sustaining sports and growing sports. So, yeah, wrestling is a great example. We just brought in seven amazing programs in that sport last summer, and uh, we got fifteen total now. And you know, men's soccer, we've got a couple of fantastic affiliates too, and, and a number of other sports. So, yeah, developing all the time, guys. Hey, uh, Jeff, just uh, double-checking, um, you know, you do a lot of stuff within Cleveland as well. You're on different boards. Um, can you explain a little bit more and elaborate on what you are, uh, what boards you're on, the A-board, uh, down in Akron, I know their alliance. What Can you can you expand on that, please? Uh, sure. By the way, uh, that's a friend of the program, Kyle Klein, for anyone listening. Friend of the, I, I was going to say, they got a special guest in there. Like yeah, we, we wanted to pop that on you there, and, and Kyle didn't introduce himself. He's he's new to this whole thing, but, uh, yeah, if you want to you yep. answer that, that'd be good. That's a good question, though. Good job. Thanks, you. Kyle. Um, sure, yeah. I'm going to sit on a, an associate board for the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, uh, who we work with a heck of a lot with all of our NCAA championship bids and events that we host, like uh, upcoming this March, we'll have uh, NCAA men's basketball tournament first and second round over at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, so do a lot of work with those great folks over there. And then um, the Akron Sports Alliance uh, has, a, has a board as well, um, where I sit on that uh, with that group and, and try to do some things and help those guys figure out some strategic ways to get events down there. So those are those are probably the two you're talking about there, Kyle. Right? Those are the. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're you're very welcome. Well, very you welcome. you are a man who's been out, uh, out on the town, so to speak, yeah. or yeah. or out yeah. of the of the town. Out of the town. Yeah, you were in Indianapolis this past weekend. The yeah, NCAA men's soccer chair. This is your last year, I believe, being on that committee. It um, is. It is. 
and then now you're in Bowling Green for volleyball championship. Uh, yep. Take take yep. us through last weekend and just being in in that committee room and kind of how that whole process has been for you. Yeah, I mean, so in all seriousness, it's it's an incredible process to be a part of. I mean, um, I think when folks have an opportunity to participate in the sport committee, it's something they should do because, um, first of all, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think we all, being in this industry, um, like the idea of being a part of the team that gets to uh, select the programs are going to go play for a championship, right? I mean, we're picking the teams for the NCAA tournament field um, in men's soccer, which is a real privilege, quite frankly, to be able to do that and um, think and be a part of that process, work with some amazing people on that committee. Um, over the course of the five years I've been on it, I've seen just a, an incredible amount of, of talented people that really care about men's soccer come through it. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's a great honor. It's a great privilege. We take it very, very seriously. Spend a ton of time watching and talking about soccer all throughout the fall. Um, uh, probably almost as much as I, uh, much time as I spend on my regular job, honestly. So, um, it's great. And then when we get the selections, um, that weekend is an interesting, is an interesting weekend. I mean, to kind of take you inside the process in the room for a little bit, we come in to the weekend having a pretty good idea of who our top 16 seeds are. You know, in men's soccer, the bracket's a little unique, 48 teams, and then we seed the top 16, and everyone else, they technically go in unseeded. Now, we, we put them in in a rank order that I'll talk about a little bit, but they're, they're technically unseeded. So the, the kind of the, 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 the big target for a lot of soccer programs on the men's side is, is earning one of these top 16 seeds, which actually, actually gets you a buy. Uh, in the national tournament through the first round. So it's a, it's a huge advantage. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so we come into that room with a pretty good feel of who those 16 are not, not locked in, but a pretty good feel. We spend a lot of time throughout the year talking about that. So we'll get into Indy. Uh, we have kind of a, a, kind of a more casual night. The first night we're there uh, for a few hours, you know, a lot of talk among the committee members, just in general, kind of getting a feel for where people are with some different things. We spend a lot of time talking about, you know, the criteria uh, that we use to select the teams, there's some very specific criteria. I think there's nine different criteria uh, that we are um, obligated to, to try to follow as best we can, um, while at the same time selecting the best teams, obviously. So we talk about that a lot. Um, it's a good opportunity for us to just brainstorm with each other on some things. And then, you know, the next day we, we go into a room pretty bright and early in the morning. I think we were in at 8 o'clock this year and we're in that room till about 1 1 30 in the morning you know it's it's a solid it's all day and, and well into the night and, and sometimes into the early hours the next day um and it's a it's a process i mean we yeah. we fill the we fill the, the bracket um you know one to 48 you know kind of go work our way through and have a lot of great conversations and then we sleep on it for a night we come back the last morning check it off and and there we go we announce it and get ready to go so that's that's kind of the real quick overview of it um, in terms of what we're doing and how we're there and how it's set up, you know? Yeah. It's, it's uh, quite the process I know. And having been on the mock yeah. selection for even the college yeah, football playoff and, and seeing what they do, even in a short span, I know that no matter what yeah. the championship is, it's a lot of work and a lot of reviewing teams. And it's not just going into a room and, you know, just writing a bunch of teams on a board. Jeff, do you have good right. do you have good right. snacks in that room? I feel like you kind of like need some energy and stuff. Do they That's take care? Call. Yeah, do they take care of you in there? Catering? Uh, yeah. You guys well, cater? You got snacks? Dude, what do you got? Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, it's a national office, fellas. You well, know, what do you go to? What's your go to? Well, we do. 
I mean, they could feed us meals, right, throughout the day, first of all. And then they got snacks in the room. And I'm a stander, like, and, and for whatever reason, when I'm talking to groups or engaged, and it's such a, you're like so um, mentally focused for such an extended period of time, right? We've all been in those situations yep. where you just have to be so mentally locked in, it kind of drains you. So I stand almost the whole time. Um, and I pace a lot and walk a lot, <laughs> and there are snacks in the room. So I find myself walking over to the snacks all the time. And we got candy, we got um, cookies, we've got uh, bags of chips. You, yeah. you know, just all the all good the stuff. Regular kind all of the good chips. stuff. You know what they had though this year? They had the little mini Hershey bars. You know those oh, little boy. mini ones. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. yeah, the assorted ones. Yeah. You know what I forgot is a really good piece of candy, a Mister Good Bar. Mr. Okay. Good yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean chocolate I'm, and peanuts. Just kind of like I'm a hundred grand. It's been documented on the podcast. Hundred grand. Oh uh, yeah, I think I heard you guys talking about that <laughs> yeah. on the Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah, I am a listener. Yeah, we know you're one of our yeah prize listeners. Hey Jeff, how many uh, TVs do you got in that room while you're watching uh, watching the <laughs> matches? And that's a good question. Like the room itself is set up pretty interestingly. Like from an outside perspective, we walk in. It's like a it's like a um, a U shaped setup with tables, and everybody has a station, and your station has an NCAA computer with a secondary monitor. So there's already two, you know, monitors up at your station. And then we all bring in our own stuff. So I've got a laptop and I've got a iPad. So I've got four screens, excuse me, sitting in front of me at my station, just like everybody else does. And then they set up, let's see, Kyle, we had um, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we had seven TVs this year, including one big screen at the end of the room. Wow. Uh, where, yeah, because we're in that room on, on Sunday, and so everyone's finishing up their conference championships, and we kind of take a break almost in the middle of the day and watch a lot of those games end, which, you know, as you guys know, many of those games impact um, seeds or who's going and when or, or maybe even who's going into the tournament at all. So, um, yeah, we get to watch a little. Well, on top of being the chair of the men's soccer committee, you're also uh, one of the leaders here at uh, the conference office in, in bringing NCAA events to Cleveland, um, working through the bid process and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit about that process and, and the, the things you've been able to bring to Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, that's another, you know, we all do fun stuff at our jobs, right? I mean, um, sure do. A, a big part of what we do, and, and you guys are a part of this, you guys know this uh, well, too, for the listeners. I mean, we talk about bringing in uh, major NCAA championships to Cleveland, which is a goal of ours and a priority of ours. Um, one, we've got a great partner at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse where our basketball tournament's been for 21 years. Um, so they're incredible over there and their staff and, and the folks, their leadership team. It's just a, a great group of people. And then the sports commission that we mentioned earlier in Cleveland. So we partner all together on a lot of these events, which is a lot of fun. And and, and our whole staff is really a big part of that in, in a lot of different ways, whether it's the front end on the bit side or obviously on the back end when we do get these events in Cleveland. And we've got such a, a great group of talent in our conference in general. I mean, it's not just our office. It's a lot of our, our members that come up and help and, and help run these things and do an amazing job. So it's definitely uh, a lot of work. Um, but we've, been, we've had a great run of success. I mean, um, Cleveland is a great town for NCAA championships. The arena has always been great. Now it's probably the best in the country with the remodel they've gone uh, undertaken over there, you know, almost a $200 million renovation. Yeah. Um, So that helps. The city is a great city. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's walkable. The hotels are great. Lots of fun things to do for visitors. So we've got kind of an unfair advantage over a lot of other cities, just the way that that, that we're set up and the people that we have. And, and by the way, right. The, so we brought in some great events. We brought in um, NCAA wrestling championships, which is a tremendous success, and we hope to bring that back soon. 
Um, we're hosting, as we mentioned, men's first and second round NCAA basketball tournament this March. We had a regional just a few years ago. We expect to continue to bring those events into town on a regular basis. Um, there's there's a lot of other uh, ones that we've done kind of sprinkled through the city. Bowling. But the, the one that we're probably, yeah, bowling, there you go. But I think the one we're most excited about now is Women's Final Four, right? We've got Women's yeah. Final Four coming in to Cleveland in 2024. That is like, that is the marquee. Uh, event for us in Cleveland from an NCAA perspective. That's the that's the diamond um, for us. That's a huge event. It's an incredible event. It it brings thousands of people into Cleveland. It's not just the basketball games. There's a huge coaches convention that goes on in conjunction with it. Um, so it's it's more than just games. And we do a ton of stuff in the community. It's going to really help us impact the community, um, especially you know young girls playing basketball now in in the in the Northeast Ohio area. We're going to have a unique opportunity to impact those young ladies, which we're really excited about. Um, so that one's great. And, you know, we, the reason we can do these things is I mean, obviously all the stuff I just mentioned, but, you know, I really want to give the sports commission in the city of Cleveland and all the folks down there a ton of credit because those guys are rolling in incredible events without us. I mean, they've had uh, MLB all-star game was just in Cleveland this past summer. They've got NBA all-star game coming up here very soon. Uh, they had the Republican national convention not too long ago. NFL, um, draft. NFL draft. Yeah, NFL yeah. draft. I mean, the list is just, it's awesome. I mean, they're going to have a four-year stretch in Cleveland where it's going to be MLB All-Star Game, NBA All-Star Game, NCAA Women's Final Four, and NFL Draft. Yep. All in four consecutive years. I mean, that's just unbelievable. So, I mean, they do such a great job. It makes it a lot easier for us to bring these awesome events into town, and it's a really fun thing to be a part of. Well, not to toot our own horn here, but I'm going to. But I think one of the things yeah. we do best in our office is put on championships. So when we're able to show our stuff on the NCAA level, uh, I think that's a great opportunity to to show what we're made of. And, and then on the Cleveland side of things as well, I, if I was the NCAA, I would definitely look at Cleveland for a lot of championships. Well, it's, right. it's a great – everything you mentioned is is just great about the city and – uh, everything's so close, and all the facilities yeah. are great. And I think yeah. it's so it's so important that we keep getting these these bids because it it means they keep want to coming, keep wanting to come back, and and that's the most important yeah. thing. We want to have a consistent basis of of people coming back here and enjoying Cleveland. So it's awesome. Speaking about all the championships that we do so well and that we love running, talk a little bit about this weekend's volleyball championship. Uh, well, we'll be here. We've got. Uh... First round matches tonight at 4.30 and 7 p.m. We've got um, uh, continuing to the second round tomorrow night. We, we play 4.30 and 7 essentially every night here. So the first three nights we've got first round, second round. Um, and then Saturday night we'll have our semifinals. And then Sunday, uh, crown a champion and send someone to the NCAA tournament. So, uh, you know, we've got – it's going to be a competitive year this year. It's very interesting. We've got um, – that, that's a sport that we've had an incredible amount of success in over the past decade, really. Um, we've had some just awesome coaches and incredible student athletes. Um, it's it's probably one of the sports that we've competed on um, a higher level than others um, on a really consistent basis. But this year, um, and, and so what I, what I mean by that is we've had years where the top is pretty dominant, right? You've got maybe two, three, four, maybe even five teams that are that are really really good. Um, and we've got a lot of really good teams this year, but it's much more compacted. We've got eight teams here that. Um, I don't know who's going to win this thing. Uh, somebody can get hot and, and, and pull it off any time. I mean, Eastern Michigan, I think, was the sixth seed last year and got hot and rolled through it. So um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened this week. But at the same time, uh, you know, we've got some top seeds, Miami, uh, Central Michigan, 
uh, Bowling Green, our host here, who's just done an unbelievable job so far. Thing going. Um, Ball State's had a great, I mean, the, the list goes on, but but um, those teams probably are, are, are positioned the best. They've got a couple of eyes, and those are our top seeds, and they'll get to sit and watch the first couple rounds, which, which may or may not give them an advantage here. But um, I think it's going to be a really competitive, awesome week. And, you know, these you, women's volleyball, I mean, these girls, are they're just incredible athletes. It's so fun to watch, um, especially up close, um, and see what they're capable of. So excited to excited to get it going, you know, and, and, and see what we uh, what we end up with on Sunday. Hey, Jeff, uh, what's your favorite thing about championships? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that is the easiest question. Um, we get to celebrate 23 times a year. We got 23 sports and championships. And we get to hand a trophy to somebody at the end of every single one of them, which means we never lose. You know, we win every time. And um, experiencing that moment where you can see the the joy and the excitement that just pours out of people when, you know, an entire year's work worth of, you know, work and effort and time. And we all know the commitment that these student athletes make and the demands that are placed on them to be a high level division one athlete and, you know, those, those moments when, when we all get to hand those trophies uh, to those teams and, and watch them celebrate and, and having achieved their goals, man, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. So no doubt those 23 moments are my favorite. Moment. Yeah, they're always great. Well, we're, we're going to yeah. end this with a little game. You, you up for a little game? I love games. We're yeah, up, man, let's go. A little, I, I like your games. I'm a little kinda, I'm, uh, I'm, either or with Jeff Bacon. Either or. Okay. Yeah, a little either right. or. We're I gonna, like your games. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll start it off. I'll start it off. I yeah, guess. go ahead. Um, yeah. I think yeah. you kind of just gave the answer here, but when it comes to championships, yeah, setup day or championship okay. day. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. Stumped him already. Setup day. Stumped setup day. Him. Ooh, it's setup, setup day. day. Why and no. why? Why we said the same thing. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna steal your line, Jeremy, because I think you said this on one of the other podcasts. But you said I was nodding when you said it. The the it's the time when everybody comes together to get something built, and that's just so fun, right? To build it and to um, get it ready so that when people walk into these championships, they're just wowed and have a great experience. And it's fun, like for us, just personally, we all in our office get along so great. And and that day is a fun day. People are working. People are working hard. People work together. Um, everybody chips in and. Uh, it's a great day. So yeah, there you there you go. Well, great mind, great minds think alike. They say. Yeah, Love it. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Jeff. Um, zip ties or command strips? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll take zip ties because uh, if I put command strips, I just know that means Kyle's going to rip things off the wall and damage things. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Kyle's no totally for, true. That is not true. Mine never ripped. Just saying, paint does not come off. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they they invoice Kyle after every Mac tournament at, uh, at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse for his damage along the hallway. I, I'm 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 going zip ties there as well. I think <laughs> yeah. uh, it takes me a good solid ten minutes to figure out the way to put the zip ties. Zip ties are just more yeah. fun. Command strips scare oh, me dude. because of what Kyle's done. And I, I haven't right. done them. That's Other fair. people have ripped them off. That's not my Stop, fault. Kyle. We know it's your it fault. Not. Eric, Wickliffe Lanes it. for NCAA bowling championship <laughs> may have been my fault, but not, <laughs> not Rocket Mortgage. Field house. Eric, what do you have? You know the other there? Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well the other great thing about zip ties is they're like the they're like the they're like a um MacGyver gadget, right? Like mm. you know that MacGyver show? Yeah. Like they can do anything, like make a rope and save somebody. 
You could probably like escape from a dangerous situation. Like they're like a multi-purpose tool. Or you put up a sign that says Maction on it. Yep. Or that. All yeah. those things combined. Eric, what would you <laughs> pick with that one? Um, I'm gonna go zip ties. They're just yeah. they're fun. I like um the best part about zip ties. I think is cutting them off. That's uh, the yeah, worst. That's no, that's the best. You get the satisfaction of just cutting one off. It's great. <laughs> Absolute worst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, right, Jeff, I'm gonna go with the next one. Do you like um indoor or outdoor championships better? Ooh, tough one. Ooh, in no, it's easy. Indoor. He's always cold. I get cold. I get cold. It's cold, man. <laughs> it's cold. Like, soccer was cold, right, Kyle? You're, you're freeze, Freezing. baby. Yes. Kyle had, like, nine jackets on at soccer, guys. Okay? Um, like, nine. See, you, you're focusing on the fall championships. I, I'm thinking to ahead to golf and to baseball. Uh, it was baseball. Softball. Although, golf this past year is not a good It was 38 record. degrees when they we, teed off yeah, at 8 a.m. We did yeah. have to call yeah. golf. One. Yeah, I still like outdoor Maybe better. baseball. Maybe baseball. baseball. Yeah. yeah. I, I would go outdoor with that. Yeah. I, I don't right. know. I like the outdoor championships. I was just at soccer. It was cold, but I don't know. You get fresh air. You get out. Oh, I, like I like it. it. I like I it. I like outdoor. Outdoor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle, where, where were you on that one? You an yeah. indoor guy? I'm a mix. You're a mix. Like okay. Both. Right in the middle. <laughs> I, think, I think the point of the game is you have to pick one or the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair. All right. You can't a, cheat. A couple personal ones here. Um, Las Vegas or New York City? <laughs> Where's a better place oh, to visit? Oh, oh, well played. <laughs> and well and played. follow that's up, which has better shows that you've been to? Oh, that's a great follow up. You guys are getting good at this game. All right, um, it's our first time so playing. Like. And I could play a Kyle and tell you that in the summer I would go New York, and in the winter I would go Vegas, which is probably the truth. But I'll respect the game. Good. So at the end of the day, uh, as much as I like the Big Apple, I'd have to go. I'd have to go Vegas for sure. Just uh, too much awesome stuff to do. And then, uh, what was your follow-up, Eric? I'm sorry. Uh, who, who? What place has the better shows? Yeah, you're a big show guy. We know you're a big show guy. I am a big show guy. That's a. That's a, I mean, the variety of what you can get in Vegas is pretty great. But man, I don't. You can't beat Broadway, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New York. I'm gonna go Broadway. All right, I, I like it. I, I would go. Uh, I've never seen yeah. a show at, at Broadway. It's a tough question, even for me, and I don't go awesome. to either of those places as much as you. But I, I don't yeah. know. I've I, never been to either. I, I think, uh, oh man, that's a tough one. I don't even go to the shows yeah. really. Yeah, I, I like the food. the The food scene in New York, just being able to yeah. go. And Eric and I went last summer. Yeah, the hustle. I don't know. You like you like the hustle, hustle and bustle. Yeah, but the I like, energy. Yeah, I like energy. Vegas because I've had some good memories there. But yeah, I yeah. I, I th- yeah I'll go Vegas. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get on to our last one. I think here for yeah. you, Jeff. Um, okay. Not not in terms of golfing, but who's the better golf riding partner, Kyle or Jeremy? Oh, oh that's easy. Oh. You put me on the spot, man. <laughs> that's Sorry, you gotta you gotta let someone down with this question. Sorry, Kyle. So. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Jeremy. Ooh. Dude, first of all, here's why, though. Jeremy brings the tunes, number one. Yep. Uh, Jeremy True. brings the tunes. So that's a huge, you know, it's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. He's the tunes guy. So he's got an unfair advantage as the tunes guy, but whatever. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, I suck at golf, right? And Kyle's awesome at golf. Mm-hmm. So then if I'm riding with Kyle, I got to see him do his, 
ah, I just hit it 320 yards, <laughs> but it's like four inches off the fairway, so I suck. You know, Cal does that all the time. Yep, do he does. This do is confirmed. confirmed. One, I help find all your golf balls. Ooh, good call. And two, I think you That's play true. better when you ride in my cart. So I'm just gonna those say are, that. I mean, those are. That's why it's a hard question. Those are valid. Those are those are valid points for yeah, sure. You but went with Jeremy. You know so what? You okay. you kind of. You like find my you find all the golf balls anyway, like whether you're in my cart or not. Also true, <laughs> very true. So yeah. I was kind of take that one off the board, but I do play better when I play with you. It, so it's because he hits sense. the ball 320 yards, and then he has nothing else to do while we hit eight shots to get up to where he was, <laughs> right. other right. than to find our ball. But right. no, here's a true story, right? True story. Jeremy can vouch for this. Kyle's the only person that I've seen chip up, chip a ball in off the green over a bunker from like I don't know fifty feet away and not even like crack a smirk or no. a smile. <laughs> no. The dude nailed right. Is that a true story, Kyle? True. Yes or no? Yep. Uh, true. Maybe true. He just did he a shrug. Chipped it in from fifty feet and he just kind of like dude, walked yeah, up the He green. did a shrug. Okay. Well, I know if that I you're like running around. <laughs> I know that your answer is the correct answer because there's been other times where I've been asked, "Hey, am I riding with you?" and I'm looking right at Kyle. So, I think he would answer <laughs> the same thing. Because you know, I just I, I mean, Eric's played with me as well. Partner. Yeah. yeah. Eric's played with yeah. me too. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we have fun and out there. Right? Yeah, it's good. I like. It. Well, hey, you you did well in our game. Uh Kyle, who Thanks, better Kyle. riding partner, me or Jeff? You oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Me? Yeah, you for sure. Well, then I guess it's official. <laughs> no hesitation. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, that was good. We we plan to have you on more. Uh, I know Eric and I are coming out to Bowling Green tomorrow. Yep. I have a huge, yeah, huge speaking engagement in the morning with the uh, yeah. Sport Management Alliance, and then we'll be coming Jeremy over to watch some volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, is. Really, really famous. Oh. Oh, sorry. I know you guys are like on a time thing, but I got to tell you, Jeremy, um, I was I was welcomed into the um, what's the Falcon handshake? What's it called? Oh, oh we can't, we can't, can't discuss that. We can't, we can't talk about that. On no, the radio. but we but when I the see first you tomorrow, rule of the Falcon handshake is you don't talk about the Falcon yeah. handshake. But when I see you tomorrow, uh, right. you got it. Yeah. you got it coming to uh, you. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm in the club. I know they may. I guess they just kicked me out. So. <laughs> well, hey, we'll we will see you tomorrow in Bowling Green. All right, and we'll guys. see some volleyball this weekend. And thanks for coming on with us today. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks, Jeff. You, you you got it, fellas. Appreciate the time. Talk to you later. Just a reminder once again that our volleyball championship begins tonight, Thursday, November 21st at Bowling Green in the Stroh Center, and we'll finish up on Sunday, November 24th. Uh, we also have men's soccer going on tonight. Uh, West Virginia will take on Butler in the first round of the NCAA championships, so looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, and that, today was a great show, I thought. I agree. Uh, bringing on Coach Solich, who is always great to hear from, and then to hear from Jeff as well about all the things he does in championships and beyond uh, was Yeah, it was, was really, great to hear from both of them. Yeah, so we hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Call to Action podcast, to listen to it, to rate it. All those great things were available on everywhere that you find your podcasts. Uh, and don't forget to follow Call to Action on Twitter, where we post all of our episodes, and we'll be posting clips. We're looking to provide more content of yes. our interviews, so you can hear little snippets and and so forth and so on, so you can decide, hey, that sounds pretty yeah, cool. And you better decide yes. Yeah, decide yes and give us five stars. And don't forget, 
As always, you could follow the official Mid-American Conference account on Twitter at Max Sports for all the news, notes, everything that's going on within the conference. Until then, get some action. Get some action.